Hello and welcome to Movie Film Studios, the only podcast that takes you inside the mind of two film studio executives as we unravel and then re-ravel the best that Hollywood has to offer. I'm Isaac. And I'm AJ. And this week, our hospital mandate to stand five feet away from other people is put to the ultimate test as we fall in love with a criminal who's rubbing a bank filled with pom-pom waving senior women. But before we enter something new, it's time for something old as we check in on our last feature in Box Office Report. Now, last episode, we released the rom-com with a murderous twist film, um... After My Own Heart. That is correct. Starring uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, uh, not Aubrey Plaza, the other one. Uh, Anna Kendrick. (laughs) Anna Kendrick, that's the one. I I realise that we we talked about it last week where we definitely cast uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a uh, film. Turned out it was with Natalie Portman as they were going through the the sewers on a uh, romantic date, which turned into more like a saw type (laughs) escapade. Um, he's, he definitely seems to be the, the guy he's who's... He's the go-to in, guy yeah. when you want to do romance with a twist. I'm glad you say that because he's signed on with us to do um, uh, not only a trilogy, uh, five films. In five? This, yeah, exactly. Uh, Such a weird number, It is a way. very strange number. We're sort of taking after the Richard Linkletter after midnight before like i mean it oh, even yeah, yeah. has yep. after in our um yep. uh i think i think he's before midnight before before sunrise. sun before sunrise before sunset and then after mid i no. think they, they might all be befores There's three those are all afters yep so okay yeah after my own heart um and <laughs> we haven't like the other ones are just working titles so yep. after my own working title like, like what like what what are those working titles this, it's actually just called after my own working right. title at, at the moment. Right. Um. He's 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 done the we've done the James Cameron sort of thing where yep. we've signed like after you know, five yeah like Avatar Ava, Avatar's like sequels been, yeah what seven years yeah and, and uh, Sam Worthington signed on for a yep. whole bunch of films when he was a big name star and seven years later has not been in a mo- <laughs> movie in more than half a decade and yet he's still signed on. Um. Same thing with uh, uh JGL. He's signed on for our sequels. Yep. Um. We talked about doing a look who's talking kind of thing. Yep. Um. I'm thinking maybe some prequel films as well. So yep. maybe even um uh before my own heart like we could do a uh, in there as well we doing, it doesn't really matter we've, we've just got to get the actors signed onto their contracts so we're doing a cinematic universe yeah i mean absolutely can we do spin-offs as well i think i think we might actually tie in the the original joseph gordon levitt natalie portman saw type oh film yeah that's into, a good idea like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the, the conjuring style like yeah extended universe totally different disparate films but all set within the same universe and for some reason all starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah yeah but never the same same character character, yeah Yeah. it's almost like maybe film number four is we've cloned Joseph (laughs) Gordon-Levitt and made him uh, we've we've removed the chromosome which makes him satisfied in relationships (laughs) and so he's always looking for love who knows it's such a wide universe (laughs) yeah fair enough alright that sounds great we did actually I know you mentioned um, Aubrey Plaza earlier on mixing her up with Anna Kendrick yep turns out that also happens in uh, film number Ah, three brilliant he mixes up Anna Kendrick with Aubrey Plaza (laughs) and they uh, all sorts of comedy ensues and murder because it's comedy and romance (laughs) and murder it's all in there Aubrey Kendrick yeah Yeah, great alright sounds like you've been very productive I don't know what I've been doing for the last week. Uh, All right, on to this week in trailers. And first trailer for you today is Five Feet Apart, directed by Justin Baldoni and starring Hayley Lou Richardson, Cole Sprouse and Moses Arias. I wanted to introduce myself. I'm Will Newman. Six feet apart at all times. You both know the rules. Let me guess. You're the kind of guy that ignores the rules because it makes you feel in control. Am I right? You're not wrong. You think that's cute? Do you think it's cute? There's no room in war for feelings. Hello, world. My lung function is down to 35% now. People with cystic fibrosis aren't supposed to get within six feet because we could end up catching each other's bacteria. 
Nothing's gonna save our lives, Stella. We're breathing borrowed air. No, I refuse to believe that. Can I see your regimen? What is this? You're making me crazy. Baby, it hits so So this is just the fault in our lungs. That's, I mean, it... <laughs> It's, it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to belittle, uh, cystic fibrosis. It's a serious yep. condition. Absolutely. Lots of people have it. Yep. I did know a girl growing up who, um, uh, had it, who sadly passed away quite young. Yep. Um, but this seems to be taking the model of the fault in our stars yeah, where there's two, fault, two individuals. Yeah, faultier. With, uh, faultier. With, um, with, uh, a life-threatening, um, uh, Can They both condition? have cystic fibrosis and, uh, as a result, they can't. Uh, come into close proximity with each other. They have to stay, as the film title expresses... Six fi- feet apart. No. no five feet <laughs> apart. Um, because, yeah, they, they both have a unique infection in their lungs, and should they cross-contaminate by uh, um, touching one another, yep. they will die they from will die, the, yep. the unique infection. Cue the love, romance, blossoming, budding, whatever, blossoming between the two of them, despite the fact that they can't actually get close to each other and there's that mental anguish of will they won't they i don't know like legitimately it, it gets to a point where she has a couple of really bad lines oh, and this is like the, the uh, cliches i spent just... my life uh living for my disease but now i've got to make the disease <laughs> live, live for me, for me? Yeah. i don't I, like that seems sort of prophetic but in yep. when you break it down it's like this means nothing yeah it, this film is just a walking cliche the 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 guy in the film is like uh, has lost all hope, uh, is a bit dour, a bit emo. The girl is peppy. She's, like, full of life. She is the Manic Pixie Dream Girl um, template, except she's got a disease, and so does he, and that's what dr- brings them together. It's just, it's it's as vanilla as it gets. So The Fault in Our Stars, there's another one that reminds me of, I think it was called, it's got Emma Roberts in it. It's kind of a funny story, where it's a, a young boy who tries to kill himself, goes into yep. a mental ward and meets the actual manic uh, pixie dream girl yep. of Emma Roberts and they yep. have a bit of a you know we're in a weird situation together in a hospital scenario and finding young love yep um, I don't, I've never seen one flew over the cookies nest I assume it's I the same sort of premise <laughs> it's he, he, uh, Jack Nicholson falls for Nurse Ratchet and <laughs> yeah yeah there's <laughs> um, anyway uh, yeah I mean yeah this, this trailer is so full of those tropes you've, you've even got uh, trailers tend to have a mid-trailer music shift yep. where they, they play um, one sort of yep. either it's a song to set the tempo of the film. It's something that either shifts from like dramatic to light-hearted or, or even the other way around. The other way around, Light-hearted yeah. to dramatic. Yep. I was like, oh, now we've hit the point where um, now it has to be yeah. serious because it's all about love. And before it was like uh, yeah. some sort of poppy emo band. Tra- who are trailers, have, to- trailers have the exact same arc the film has. And, exactly. and people that complain that trailers give away the entire film, it's because of this. This trailer starts introducing these two characters, introducing their situation. Then it goes down as they like, you know, the, the, become entangled in each other's exactly. lives. And then like, then the pitch shift happens, and it's the rise back up to the top for the conclusion. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't need to see this film now. Um, but yeah, it, it, it looks, it looks terrible. To go it see does. It. But if you want to go and see it, it's out later this year. All right. Film number two for you today is Poms, directed by Zara Hayes and starring Diane Keaton, Jackie Weaver, and Pam Grier. Welcome to Sun Springs Retirement Community. Have the time of your life for the rest of your life. Uh, we are young, we run free. We got everything you could ever need. Over a hundred clubs. Now what brings you to Sun Springs? Oh, I'm just here to die. Uh-huh. Hi, moving uh, in. 
<laughs> I was hoping you'd be mad. There's not enough erections around here as it is. What's this? You were a cheerleader. My mother was very sick, so I quit the team. Maybe you should give it another shot. We want to start a cheerleading club. Who will you be cheering for? Ourselves. Show us what you've got. I did want to be a cheerleader. I'd ask my husband, what'd he say? Over my dead body. So we have... Uh... You know, another one in the long line of uh, comedy films aimed at, I guess, the older people of the uh, of the world. Yeah. Um, basically, Diane Keaton's character gets uh, moves into, I guess, a, like a retirement village, um, and uh, meets up with neighbors and sort of starts a, a friendship there. One of her neighbors discovers that uh, she used to be a cheerleader or she was trying to be a cheerleader back in high school. Um, something to do with 50 him. years ago. <laughs> uh, and that neighbor then convinces Diane Keaton, the main character, to take up cheerleading I again. Think as as part of the, the retirement village that they're in, there's hundreds of different clubs. Yeah. And like, hey, let's start a cheerleading club. There you go. And then you have the plucky underdog story of uh, senior women trying to do things that traditionally younger people girls would are do, supposed yeah. to be doing. And comedy ensues. Well, that, rem- you, you, that remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. There was a film that um, apparently has been already digitally distributed from last year with Rob Brydon called Swimming with Men. Yeah. Which is exactly the same story. The same thing. Elderly group of men decide to get together to form a synchronized swimming club. Yep. And it is their struggles with life and, uh, you know, finding meaning in the world mm. and relationships which are falling apart and this is an escape for them. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing over and over again. You, you It is. Name obscure sport slash activity. Yeah. Name unlike a group of people to do it. They then, I think, in both these trailers have to go off and find someone who is somewhat of an expert in the field. Yeah. Uh, Diane Keaton and Jackie Weaver befriend uh, like a young uh, high school girl who is the captain of her cheerleading squad and yep. I'm sure they learn life lessons from one another. Rob Brydon and crew have to hire some um, fitness trainer lady who is a bit of a taskmaster and get them into shape for their yeah. world competitions. It's, you know, it's beat by beat. We've done it. We've seen it all before. We've seen it before. I would ask you a question though. So the producers that sort of green light projects like this, they're not like us because we try and make films that are for everyone and anyone oh yeah okay but, but the, these particular types of films are really just aimed at a very specific audience and a very specific age uh demographic as well like how how do you get into that how business is this? I, I, look i don't know i think there is a large percentage of the cinema going audience that is elderly middle-aged to elderly yeah. maybe that's what they need to do then maybe. maybe maybe all the young kids are watching the youtube and and then the, the generation yep. that are slightly older are still torrenting their films <laughs> and the generation after are buying bootleg <laughs> vhs's out of the back and it's only the generation after that that still actually go and play pay full price for the movies at the cinema oh, no, there's, you're missing a generation there there's a generation that just tapes films off tv off via TV. vcr yeah uh, uh so, so yeah maybe maybe uh pandering to the sort of like over 60s market is where where all the money is maybe maybe they're they're retiring now they're meant to be super rich they're meant to be screwing the rest of us apparently uh, according to economists so uh yeah maybe that is like an untapped vein of um monetary uh windfall for us uh all right on to the final film for this week's trailer which is stockholm directed by robert budrow and starring ethan hawke numi rapace and 
Is it Rapace or Rapace? Well, I think we've had this conversation before and we weren't able to come up with a suitable answer. Pretty sure it's Rapace. Is it Mark Strong or Mark Strong? <laughs> uh, who knows? Yes. He's also with this one. And Mark Strong. Ask him what they want. He's asking what you want. I want him here in 10 minutes or I shoot you in the face and then hang up. Don't. He wants you here in 10 minutes or he shoots me in the face. Was he surprised? I mean, do you sound surprised? An American with a machine gun has taken over Credit Bunker. Credit Bunker? Get here! Get on the ground! You've been shot. No, she hasn't been shot. She's obviously got a muscle cramp or something. Get her a banana and get everybody out of here. We will let the ladies go when it's over. You want money? One million US dollars. In a Mustang 302 like Steve McQueen had in Bullet. <laughs> this looks fun. This looks uh, so it's based on a true story uh, of uh, a a robbery that happened in uh, Stockholm in nineteen seventy three. I can't remember <laughs> the name of the name of the film. It's called Stockholm. Just in case we didn't make that clear. <laughs> Uh, so Ethan Hawke's playing an American uh, criminal, American thief, who is attempting to rob a bank in Stockholm, uh, and he takes that bank hostage as well. So he takes a few hostages. Um, the film is also a reference to the syndrome or the uh, phenomena. Feeling actually, no, there was a, I think it was terrorists who held up a hall or a theater. Yeah, um, was where the original term of Stockholm syndrome came from. Yeah, so yeah, it makes reference to the syndrome in which the captors uh, or the captives rather. Uh, sort of start empathising with their captors. Um, but this looks kind of comical as well. So in the in a couple of similar vein to uh, the films of... Uh, who did you mention? Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh, where they take sort of a very sort of... Um, uh, dramatic kind of perp- uh, dra- dramatic premise rather and just give it a bit of a light-hearted twist yeah on it, it. it feels like the informant is the the one film yeah. that sort of like style and shot and acting and yeah it was really made, made me uh, think of that one and uh, even the Coen brothers a burn yeah, a little after bit, reading yeah. has that sort of feel to yeah, it as yeah. well yep uh, looks fun looks like really good fun Ethan Hawke clearly enjoying it uh, playing a very like brash over-the-top American who just like walks into the bank not really disguised, just wearing sunglasses and like an American leather jacket, just fires a gun in the air. See, you, um, you say that I may have somewhat spoiled the film slightly by looking at his character's name, oh, yeah. which is like Carl Henderson. Like, oh, yeah, you're he, right. he may actually be Swedish, pretending to be an American. Ah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know the well, story. You've ruined it now. But also, that his his character has a slash, so it's Carl Henderson slash Gustav Mölderman <laughs> or something La- like that. Lars Nyström, apparently. All right, who was the other one? Like. Uh, so it's it's Kaj Hansen, Kaj Hansen slash Lars Nyström. See, both of them sound incredibly Swedish to it's me. It's true, but maybe you're it, just racist. It could be in, in a way where it just makes me think that maybe he's pretending to be American the whole time. Maybe, yeah. But, but who knows? Maybe I've read too much into this. I do tend to spoil films for myself <laughs> by reading too much into trailers by coming up with my own fan theories. Yeah, yep. I I mean, I like this. I really like the this trailer. Um, the director hasn't directed much but he's a canadian director. canadian director and uh, i've seen nothing on uh, his list as well as that we checked out his uh, entry on wikipedia none of the films that he's made have direct links to yeah. like a page about the film which generally doesn't bode well Not for really. like his commercial appeal uh but 
Yeah, the film itself, or the trailer rather, looks fun. Looks kind of fun. Yeah, I'd guess it. Apparently filmed in 2017 and it's been doing maybe the Canadian short film circuit. Uh, Who knows? And it's now getting international distribution. Ever since. It's a a bit of a weird one because Swimming with Men apparently has been out for nine months on digital demand. It's only now just showing at our local Yeah, I know. So it's it's, it's very difficult to actually sort of peg the 1970s all over again where they had to ship films across by boat. And you have to wait like half a year before a film gets here. Um, and, then, anyway. and then cinemas would play that same film pretty much for a year. That's it, and yeah. Like there, there wasn't this sort of week-long period. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's two weeks after the film was released. It was gone now. You, you missed it. It's like, no, th- these films are actually out at the cinema for a full it's calendar a year. It's a bad year this year. Six films <laughs> instead of five. Uh, but anyway those are the films for this week's episode but of course before we can do anything with those we're going to have to take a little walk over to the green room And here we are. Let's have a quick recap of this week's films. We have... A teen love story with a medical theme. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Uh, We also have... An underdog sports story with geriatric protagonists. (laughs) And finally, we have... A heist set in a Scandinavian (laughs) country. It's just a heist film, really. It's a heist. With a a psychological terminology name to it. I don't know. What what do you want to... Okay, a a heist film with a psychological and comedic twist. Okay, sure. Because I think you need... A screwball heist, why not? A screwball-y. Screwy. Screwy heist. What was the um, the one with uh, Adam Driver and Channing Tatum and Uh, Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was Soderbergh as well, so it it has that sort of feel to it. Let's say screwball-y heist in a foreign country. We've got to be fun with it. It. Great. All right. Who chose last episode? Did, I, I did. Right. So the honor passes to you. What have you got? It does. It's got to be a charming underdog sports story. A charming underdog sports story. I love it. Are we going to go with geriatric as well? I think it's got an unlikely ensemble cast. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I'm not. I'm not completely sold on geriatric. Okay. What I am completely sold on is foreign country. All right, great. So I, I also want to go with the ensemble cast as well, just while you mentioned that. But I think I like the unlikely one. I like the one where, like, you load up the trailer and you're just like, these people have never been in a film together before and they're a really weird pairing. You know how um, we watched a teaser trailer for a film called The Irishman um, and there's no there's no footage in it. It's just the footage of... It's just the it's a a CGI bullet, shot of a bullet a casing. A bullet casing falling through and the, the casing like, becomes the letter I in a bunch of people's names. Yep. Uh, Martin Scorsese, yep. to start with, directed yep. by... Yep. Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro Al, Pacino, Al Pacino yep and it's um, just it, it's like a laundry Harvey Keitel yep. and who was the guy from Home Alone <laughs> also in Casino <laughs> Joe Pesci Joe Pesci they're, yep. they're the big four names in that yep. film and it's like holy crap how has he put together this cast of characters no but you don't you know how he's put together that cast oh, of characters because he's, he's worked he, with them all before he, he launched all of their careers exactly so fair enough exactly so that it's that's that's the kind of cast you're just like yep that makes complete sense to me our film Nothing needs to make no. sense there. I think we just need to pull as diverse and as crazy as possible right, okay. into whatever this film is. And I think given the fact that it's an underdog sports story, it lends itself to doing stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I sort of think of Dodgeball, where you've got, like, the plucky underdog heroes and they're, like, a really okay. weird, ragtag bunch of people. And you've got Bill and Stiller's team as well, which is... Where are they from? They're from, like, Germany or something? They're, I mean, they're just from his gym and they're laser and blazer and laser right, and yeah. laser. Um, uh, 
I think we're also going to borrow a little bit from um, Five Feet Apart. Yep. And sort of maybe also from The Longest Yard. Yep. <laughs> where it's it's an institution where the people are in and they have to find the sports team right. based around that. And maybe we'll set it in a hospital. Yep. Why not? And so I was going to suggest, can we suggest, uh, I mean, I was going to say, can we put it in a jail? But then that is The that Longest is, Yard, isn't yeah, it? And then um, the UK remake, which is Mean Machine. And then also subsequently <laughs> the remake. I think Adam Sandler's remake was a remake of the Burt Reynolds. I think you're one, right. Yeah. Rather than a, anyway, I do quite like Vinnie Jones in, in mean machine. Mm. Um, uh, even though it was a remake of two very bad American <laughs> football films. Should it be a hospital though? Hospital seems a bit on the nose. I don't, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to do screwball comedy in there, but maybe we, we throw in the elements of drama, the elements of, does it have to, romance. yeah, maybe we don't do a screwball comedy. Then we do no. more of a like cliche ridden mess of, um, just oh, like, yeah, there, there, there is, um, you know, the Diane Keaton type character who yep. is uh, dying from her whatever ailment that she has. Yep. And this is her last shot. There's the two yep. teenagers who can't touch one another. Yep. There's, you know, you know, we should do, we'll make up the disease as well. We'll do what Batman and Robin did in making up some fictitious disease that Alfred is dying of. Um, and we'll do that for our main character. So that means that we can give her any like, it's just any, like barrier surname, right? Yeah, that's Hitch- right. Just, Hitchinson's. Yeah, I think they gave like they took the the surname of a producer uh, in Batman and Robin to the name of the disease. Oh so, no, they've got Scarcella disease. <laughs> exactly, Scarcella syndrome. Yeah, Scarcella uh, Scarcella syndrome will do. Is it the um, ch or the sh? Sh. Depends what country you're in. Uh, we're, we're in Australia. Help me out. <laughs> so it's uh, Scarcella then. Scarcella. Yeah. Do you want this? Uh, so that, what would your family say if they're from Italy? Scarcella. All right. Yeah, there is no. Uh, anyway, um, so <laughs> maybe that's a contention. Yeah, yeah, one of them's got Scarcella syndrome, and, and the other one's got, got Scarcella syndrome. And the cure is not universal. <laughs> it doesn't. It, yeah, perfect. Dep- depending on where you contracted that disease, yeah. uh, it manifests itself in completely different ways. And I like the fact that, like, it just it, it will will make whatever the disease is have some kind of, like, barrier to stop them from yeah. doing whatever they're doing. You, so in the same way that, like... Someone who has Scarcella syndrome can never be with someone who has Scarcella syndrome. Yeah, like they're, they're Romeo comple- and Juliet. They're completely <laughs> incompatible. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's like a... Yeah, okay, great. Um, so what... what what uh, How should that manifest? How should that, like, syndrome manifest itself? Uh, I, in Batman and Robin, I think the character was just slowly dying and had no other, yeah. like... In, issues in, um, from that. obviously with cystic fibrosis they have to wear oxygen tubes yep. uh, uh, around their in their noses yep. um, uh, what was uh, the fault in our stars I never saw it I assume they have just have medical wristbands yeah. to, to denote that they're sick of some sort of yep 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 do they have to be carrying around IV fluids the whole time uh, does me- that hinder their sporting ability <laughs> possibly actually yeah I like that maybe it needs to be like a backpack of IV like they just need like so a camelback. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They just need so much IV. Um, is it? it well, <laughs> we'll just say it's an IV deficiency. It is. <laughs> it's a deficiency of of an unnamed fluid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's great. Um, and okay, that's you know what's good about this? A, a fluid gets burnt off when you do sports. Oh, so right. doing the sport burns off that fluid quicker than just normal sitting in a hospital and resting so it's that kind of like oh if i play the sport i'm gonna die quicker or i'm gonna lose these fluids quicker 
but I really want to play the sport. All My right. team is counting on me. We need to we need to then come up with the sport then. Are we doing the yep. same thing we do with Scarcella slash Scarcella syndrome? Yep. Where it's also a made up sport or is it just an obscure no, sport? No, I, I think it needs to be a you know, I don't think the sport matters per se. I think it's it's more the sentiments around the sport. So I think it could be any sport. You know what it is? What? It's an esport team. <laughs> they they are they are trying to pr- be professional Counter Strike players. Oh man, how 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 is that going to look visually? Of just like someone gets out of bed, out of their hospital bed, and then walks over to a desk and then sits down and starts playing Counter Strike for hours. Exactly. But but imagine imagine the the interesting visual things where we can do where instead of just being footage of the game, mm. we shoot the actors in their Counter Strike. Yeah, okay. costumes what, whenever they're communicating with each other over comms what if we did instead so just to go along with that idea instead of doing it as counter-strike we do sort of like a something that's like counter-strike or fortnite or whatever so is this our own in vr f- okay so it's whatever it is but it's our own first person it's our game. own kind of like do, yeah. do we then have a tie-in with this like uh, oh, we, we, we make the tie-in game yeah. yeah so we will make and release the tie-in game <laughs> to coincide with uh, the uh, plucky underdog sports story exactly set in a hospital. this is going to be like no other film no other type of film like this has ever had a video game adaptation you know what i'm going to bring this up as well uh, this week i went and saw captain marvel yep but in 4d oh yeah with so moving seats and moving stuff. seats yeah. uh jets of air yep. water mist that sprays in your face <laughs> yeah you know what's really disappointing about that was that there is a scene where a spaceship crashes into a lake and yep. k- kicks up a jet of water yep there was barely any water that was sprayed <laughs> like the 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 best um spray of water actually came during the preview where it yep. was like this is the kind of things that you can expect yep. and you actually get sort of sprayed in the face by yep. quite a big sort of mist of water yeah and then it happens in the film and you get nothing. Yeah. Um, and then also there's there's a lot of shots of like where it's just her like in an aircraft hangar and mm-hmm. the camera pans back and the people who are like programming the chairs like I don't know what to do with the situation <laughs> so maybe we just tilt the chair slightly. <laughs> massive, massive gimmick. Yeah. Didn't add to the film at all. It's definitely going to be a major part <laughs> of, of our Pucky Underdog sports story. I love this. <laughs> We'll just make sure that our one doesn't blow its load too quickly. <laughs> that is probably what happened. It probably sprayed all the water out and didn't have any in, the, in nothing the tank left in the later. Tank. Um, all right, again, I love this because you can't... I mean, like, five feet apart is not going to come to cinemas and go straight to 4D with a video game adaptation. But our film is. <laughs> yeah, Our absolutely. film is absolutely doing that. All right, so they're going to be like a VR... It'll be a VR, like, first-person shooter combat game. Uh, we'll rip off whatever's popular at the moment, if it's Fortnite or Apex Legends. Apex or, Legends like, the big one. Warframe or any of the other, like, weirdo games that what's the Overwatch? I'm not playing what now. Yeah, yeah there's, there's hundreds of them. Yeah. We'll, we'll get in on some of that cash money. And the good thing about this is that in VR, people, like, actually have to move around physically. Yes. So at least we don't have the static oh, yeah. footage of I mean, stuck would, in a would, chair. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, i got to replace my IV fluids. It's like, no, you've been sitting down on a chair for six hours. Yeah, exactly. This game. Like, you haven't really no lost problem. that much. But in VR, they're sweating, they're moving, they're like dodging and weaving or exactly. whatever the gameplay is of our game. Uh, so yeah, they do have to like um, lose fluids. So I think that um, we have a team, right? We have a we have a team, uh, like it'll be a team-based game, maybe how many? 5v5? Five. Five, yep. Yep. All right, great. And I think we also need, there'll be another character on the team who's the support person, who's responsible for changing the IVs. Oh right, okay. Yeah, this is this is very much the they go have to go out and find the the younger person, or either a, a, a person who's much younger than them, yep. or a person who's much older than them and yep. has that experience. Yeah. 
um, to be their their coach, their mentor. Yep. But in dodgeball, it's the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. In fi- uh, in uh, the Poms, it's the young cheerleader. Yep. Uh, in in the Matrix Reloaded, it's that little kid who's resupplying ammo for the big machines. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought of that. Um, sure. I, okay. What if we set this like in the future slightly? Slightly, maybe not. Sli- no, actually, let's we're say getting, substantially. We're heading, into, heading into Ready Player One territory. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, like if, I, we- it just has to, <laughs> if we're heading into Ready Player One territory, it has to be nothing like Ready Player One. Yeah, exactly. It's well, it won't. And, be- and maybe, maybe this Scarcella slash Scarcella syndrome yep. is a bit more of a plague, a bit more of an epidemic. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Maybe, maybe it has wiped out quite a lot more of yep. the population yep. than it would have otherwise. And I like the idea that our plucky, uh, you know, old. We'll make them senior citizens, I think, as well. So the team of uh, or VR- are they? Maybe one of them's quite young and one of them's quite old, but because they only ever interact oh, with yeah. one another through VR. What if, oh man, I was also thinking like, what if like the various, form, like one of them has Scarcella syndrome, the other one has Scarcella syndrome. One only has the control of the top half of their body. The other one has the control of the bottom half of their body. Put them together though, full player in VR oh, and they right. need to like combine their skills. Uh, the old person's skills come from many, many years of playing the ancient Counter-Strike game. Yes. Uh, and the new ones like... I don't know the the youthful youthful essence of life is allowing them to play this game. I don't know. It's a very very weird syndrome, though. If you only yeah. have control of the lower half of your body, I don't know how that VR rig would work. But I assume that like they're standing sort of not back to back, but like standing they're, right behind each other. They're not in the same room, though. That's the point. Oh, is, okay. So the they can. Oh, they, yeah. Okay. So like, we, it's, it's, we do that whole sort of you know. What was the, what's the line? If I were to glove upon your hands, like in, in Romeo and Juliet, yep. um, where literally there is like a haptic glove yep. and like you can actually use that to, to actually feel <laughs> the caressing of the cheek. Yep. So, All right, uh, great. So should we... <laughs> so they, they, is... can't, they can't actually be together. It's a love story separated by... By like a few hospital rooms. Yeah. yeah so they're, they're separated by like a hospital ward or something. Yeah. You know what I'm also thinking? This is turning into Howard and Maud. So I also think we should probably just throw a little bit of that in there. I don't know Harold Moore. You don't? Okay, so it's about a... a uh, very, very simple. It's about an old woman who starts a relationship with a, like, very, very young man. Okay. Um, so, you know, what if the, <laughs> the two of them come together to play this game? Enemies at first... Or frenemies at first, Ooh. and then they sort of develop a nice little friendship, nice little love interest over time. We mirror the five feet apart thing. They can never meet. They're not allowed to physically meet each no. other. Um, but they can become one in uh, video game I, form. I think that's got to be, maybe maybe that's got to be the the final thing. They, they have maybe control over their entire bodies, yep. their teammates. And then as the syndrome progresses in both of them, ah, they lose, by yeah. the end... They're like, well, I can't play anymore because yep. I only have the top half of my body. I can't yeah. play anymore because I've only got the bottom half. And they realize that joining their first, like literally becoming one person yep. is is the solution uh, for them to and win I've got, I the, can, big, I can, the big sports meet against the, the people who don't have any syndromes at all. I can amp up the drama even further now. Okay. So you know how we had five, we had five people on the team. So that would be the old person, the young person, and three others. Yes. <laughs> when they get to the final match, they're down a player. So that oh. sixth person who was running the IV drip up and down jumps in. Oh, right. And as a result, it puts the whole thing at greater stakes because now they don't have a steady IV drip coming in. Oh, my God. And, Can and you like, imagine? Like, they, they have to go, if we play too hard, we yeah, might die. Exactly. If we don't play hard enough, we won't win. Exactly. 
But what are the stakes for like winning this? Like, why does uh, it matter? I mean, these esport tournaments are like twenty million dollar <laughs> prize pools yeah, at the moment. Enough. I think that stakes so enough. So ba- basically, we'll just say that they signed a contract with whoever the esports uh, like. So um, I believe in in um not the whole nine yards in the the longest, longest yard. yard yep. Uh, it's and even in Mean Machine, it's a uh, a football match against the prison guards. Yep. Um, just they, for honor, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's just become one of those things where it's like, uh. It is the the criminal's chance to get back at being beaten to the pul- yep. a pulp yep, all the yep. time by these um, yep. psychopathic <laughs> prison wardens. Yep, okay, um, is it the same thing? I, I mean, they're probably treated <laughs> quite nicely by the hospital. I was going to say, like, you, you, we've kind of been backed into a corner here by doing a hospital because you don't have an antagonist as a natural antagonist as such in a hospital situation, unless it's like a big big farmer or something. Maybe big farmer is like. Holding back Why on not? a, on yeah, a it, like exactly there's, there's there is some sort of cure for scarcella syndrome. Yeah. Um. The the pharmaceutical representatives are coming through and they've hiked up the prices. It's yep. just like yep. you could be supplying this to us for ten cents a treatment. Yeah, yeah, and instead absolutely. It's, it's ten thousand dollars yeah. a treatment, and they're like, well, the only way that we'll lower the prices yep. is if you can beat us at the esports tournament. I don't even think it's that. I don't even think that they, they put that out there. They just independently. On, on, the plucky underdog team basically says, like, the only way we can raise this money is by joining an esports team because in this age of 2075, which is where it's set in, sure. esports are the biggest thing in the world. Exactly. And they attract the most money. Do, do we do the thing where it's like, oh, the rec center is going to be closing down and we need $20,502 to survive? <laughs> oh, look, a talent contest. And the exact <laughs> prize money is 20502 Maybe it's like this, this esports event is sponsored by the, the, pharma, pharma, yeah. the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, and the prize money is just five cures to the <laughs> to this syndrome oh what a surprise all five people in this hospital need the cure to this syndrome yeah so. exactly uh yeah that's that sounds great i mean we could also potentially do a further thing with that sort of mirroring ready player one which granted i haven't seen but i can only assume that there's some big undercover conspiracy thing going on there there is ben Mendelssohn's involved as yeah okay so that's definitely something fishy going on when he's involved um but what if like big farmer was doing something dodgy under the like under the covers there maybe like trying to fix the esports matches or oh uh, yeah definitely uh, doing stuff like that like you you we assume like as you watch the film that they don't really have any involvement in the uh in the proceedings at all aside from the fact that their drug prices are super super high but then as we sort of get further and further into it we discover there's a very nasty plot there and that's why this team has to win it's not just about getting the cure anymore. It's about exposing Big Pharma for the crooked vultures that they are. Um, no offense to any Big Pharma companies who are currently listening to this. Uh, yeah. So how does that sound? I think I think the stakes could are not, super high. Could not it's be incredibly high. Incredibly high. It is literally life or death. Yeah. yeah exactly. And uh, life or death. And life. There's five, life or death times five. Times there's, five. Yeah. There's five people who it's. It is literally the yeah. the last. The other resort. three teammates are sort of in early stages of Scarcella Scarcella syndrome, so they're fine. But the our main two characters, our older person and our younger person, are at advanced stages. Yeah. Where they're you know yeah ready. I'm to, just going to pitch Helen Mirren. Can we? Oh yeah, for sure. As uh, as our as our lead. Yes. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. Absolutely perfect. Uh, so who do we cast as our younger person? You say young and just, I always think Tom Holland. And it's just, it's just like, who, who's young, sort of irreverent? Yeah, I can't, we can't cast Tom Holland again. Who's also someone similar to Tom Holland? I think we've come to that well and dried it up a number of times. Can we get one of the Skarsgårds? Uh, 
Who's one of the younger Skarsgård? Peter? Peter Skarsgård. So we got Stellan. We have Alexander. I think Peter was it from. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, it is he too creep? No, I mean he could he could do well in a hospital situation. He, he's a bit of a B player though, isn't he? Isn't he like you know the the nurse? Who, he was in Atomic Blonde, wasn't he? As just like the I'm a member of the secret society. Who, was he? I don't yeah. barely remember that film. Uh, all right. Well, who else do we have then? As a pl- I mean, we could also go for an- another female as well. It's true. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah, that's not a bad one. I feel as though... She- has she not been in something recently? She definitely was in... I mean, um, I assume so. She's working, so yeah, sure. she's always in something. Uh, well, yeah, she was in that Greta film. Yeah, she was. And I think we may have cast her in something off the back of that as well. Also, that's another, like, y- uh, you know, youthful-aged you know, uh, relationship thing going on there. Uh, who else is... We could do Ellie Fanning or... Ellie Dak- Fanning, Dakota yeah. Dakota Fanning. Yep. I think I like Ellie Fanning as an actress a little bit more than I yeah, like Dakota Fanning. I do too. All right, Ellie Fanning. I think so. Ellie Fanning and Helen Mirren. I like it in a, a in a VR. It's like again because like you just wouldn't expect those two actors to ever be together in a film. Uh, so we also need to cast just the coach. I think the unlikely grizzled coach who's trying to teach them what to. Actually, oh, we also and need the young need, person who's young delivering the uh, IV drip stuff. Can I? Can we go Hugh Jackman for the older sort of grizzled coach? I'm grizzled thinking, coach. Yeah, he's done that before though. He yes. did that in that uh, robot fighting. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Film. When he said future fighting rigged competition yep. I automatically <laughs> thought Hugh Jackman Ro- yeah. Robot Puncher what yep. was it? Well, I, I'm, I don't remember I'm fairly sure it was called Robot Puncher so <laughs> don't bother looking it up uh, that's a shame can't call our film that um, yeah alright Hugh Jackman is the coach who's going to be our young like Donald Glover uh, is he the per- is he the he, guy running IV he seems to me older than Ellie Fanning I think if we're going to do anything, they yeah, have but I think to... that's fine because like he's a, he's he works I at the hospital. I also think he's probably not as obsequious as you need that sort of person to be. Like they kind of have to be like, oh, sir, please, I'll help you out, sir. Kind of. He is an actor. I mean, he, I'm sure, I mean, he could do that. but he's too cool. I like him. I it's like true. him too he's much. Cool. To, for him what to do we put him? The... We'll put him. I want to cast him. So let's put him on the team as one of the other players. Okay. So he's got Scarcella, Scarcella syndrome, whatever one it is. Yeah. We toss a coin. Um, so we still need our our pers- our IV person who then who joins is... the team. Afterwards, uh, uh, could we do Abigail Breslin? Abigail Breslin, yeah, why not? I God, what was the last film she was in? I can only feel it, like something <laughs> it's like Little Miss <laughs> Sunshine. It was a, was a long <laughs> while ago. Uh, Nims Island. <laughs> I feel as though she was in something quite recently. Maybe she I'm pretty was sure in, she was in the uh, the voice. She of in some an, kind of horror film. Maybe. Maybe I feel as though she was the voice of so, like an animated film that came Maybe. out last year. Right. Can we call the Academy? No, the Academy's blackballed. No, no, us. we're blackballed. We what, are, do we, what do we do then? If we, we need want to win look a, this stuff up. We need to win an award. I think. <laughs> Wait, I I can I can contact our alternate Academy. Um, Spot enter the no. That was Haley Steinfeld. I'm thinking was uh, from uh, uh, True Grit. Yeah, I got Abigail Breslin. Show us your CV. Should we may actually have to like audition her? We haven't really Maybe, had to. Yeah. Audit- We've just, you know, named the actor and they've just played the role. That's- so she's in uh, the next Zombieland film. I mean, Z- Zombieland Double Tap. I mean, she was in the previous one. Is too. Emma Stone, Woody Harrelson, and uh, I believe so. Are yeah. they all in it? They're all in it. Yeah. I was going to say uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it's definitely not Mark Zuckerberg. Who you know what? That would be. <laughs> I don't think people there. Would there would the be an unlikely casting right there if we put in Mark Zuckerberg as our IV guy. Oh, uh, maybe we put in Mark Zuckerberg as the head of Big Pharma. Oh yeah, perfect. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah. Work. All right, Mark Zuckerberg's in there as our sort of head of. We'll put him in shadow as well, so people can't really tell who he is. But 
he'll be like prominently credited as <laughs> big pharma CEO Mark Zuckerberg. So Abigail Breslin hasn't been in anything recently? Not recently, no. She was in Ender's Game. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Freak Show, um, Fear Inc., Final Girl. Who's that really blue-eyed boy from um, from Ender's Game? Uh, oh, and he's Hugo in Hugo um, and the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah, because he's in uh, he's in a TV series right now. Asa Butterfield. There you go. Next time we need to think of a young person who could possibly <laughs> be Tom Holmfield, <laughs> Tom Holland, but is not Tom Holland. Just remind me to say Asa Butterfield. Yep. All right. We still need our young IV person. Isn't young IV person being uh, uh, what's her face? The the one we just named Abigail Breslin. Abigail Breslin. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Great. So we've got uh, Helen Mirren. Uh, Ellie Fanning Ellie Fanning Abigail Breslin Hugh Jackman Hugh Jackman Donald Glover Donald Glover and yeah. Mark Zuckerberg and Mark Zuckerberg yeah that is an ensemble cast that just should an unlikely ensemble completely unlikely uh, alright final thing the name it's got I mean it's got to be the name of the video game yeah and it, it's got it to does. sound really cool but I, I think it needs some sort of uh, a, a tone of finality to it as well so like Ender's Game has the word end in it mm. uh, which, I also like uh, the, the big game at the moment is is uh, Apex Legends yep. I'm thinking like that X sound sounds really cool yep. what about Codex Codex the game, we just call the game Codex Codex Annihilation <laughs> or like co- Codex I think well, Codex what? Codex works yeah, so with an X on the end instead of C I mean, Codex does have an X on it. Oh, well, yeah. Because it's, it's Latin. Yeah, that's right. We could call it Codices and get rid of the X and put in the I-C-E-S. Um, no, Codex sounds good. But I think I like, I do like your finality thing. Yeah. What it, like, and I like the Codex something. Yep. Like, not a, like a Codex Annihilation is what you'd call a video game, but what's, what's something? Do we need to I- implement the syndrome part of it as well? Like, we can't put the actual name of the syndrome, but maybe it needs to have like, like the codex syndrome or something. Ooh, no, I, th- I, I think we, we get it. The syndrome's not part of the video game possibly, but yeah, but I mean, it's the whole reason why. So like five feet apart, right. Is about like the, it's, it's legitimately about the disease itself. Uh, which I think gives it that humanity as well that the our film also has, despite the fact that it's in 4d and there's a yeah. video game adaptation of it as well. Um, so, uh, you know what we could do to make it like slightly medical, yep, but also slightly cool because yep. we can put in another word that ends in an X, yep, Codex Appendix. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the disease has nothing to do with the appendix, says you. Oh, okay, maybe it does. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a critical appendix. Maybe this failure. is the, the future where they've like, hey, we don't need this appendix, and so at, at birth everyone's removed the appendix, oh, and, and suddenly yeah. the Scarcella syndrome starts sprouting up, and people are like, why? Not realizing that it was the appendix the whole time, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> Who knows? That sounds. A bit I don't stupid. mind it, honestly. Uh, I, I have it's also idea, quite difficult I'm... to say codex appendix. A little bit, yeah. What about if it's something to do with IV? Because the IV Ooh. is part of, like, a huge part of the, uh, the, oh. the film and the stakes and the fuel. Intravenous. Intravenous. Yeah. I like that. Let's just call it that. Is it is it then, like, also set on Venus? Like, the video game. <laughs> no, no, not, not the hospital, but, like, the video game. Is set on, v- it on is Venus. Like, is the first person shooter in Venus, and it's intra- yep. intravenous. It sure is. And then and then also there's the, the, the parallels yep. with the, the actual fluid bags yeah exactly yeah administered intravenously yeah perfect i like it that's that's great like it's yep the video game is absolutely set in venus uh and uh yeah we're referencing the the fluid bags that the young yeah. abigail breslin has to keep you know what's gonna be really hard though is 
our cinema going audience yep. who obviously are going to be sitting on these 4D seats and being constantly <laughs> sprayed, sprayed in the face with um, <laughs> with IV yeah but the, the, we're going to have to put like get our, our uh, ushers to be able to give everyone an IV bag as they come in <laughs> just for the, for the full experience <laughs> no of- what we'll do we'll partner you know how like they Hoyts and, and all the cinema chains here when they do a promotional film they'll give you well you can buy like the promotional cup or the promotional popcorn holder that's what we'll do for this so yeah. instead of a cup you get a like promotional IV bag full of coke yeah um, <laughs> that's not bad it would save us actually running the risk of having to we can't have we can't have our ushers like legit like legitimately stabbing needles into our patrons to inject an IV drip that they probably don't need um, we can spray IV at them though okay, like, fair we'll, we'll replace the water in the tanks with like IV which I'm pretty sure is just like sugary water or something um, and that way when they come out of the cinema they'll be sticky as well <laughs> <laughs> to be fair that happens quite a lot <laughs> It's, it's the real 4D experience. <laughs> it sprays Coke and, like, little popcorn crumbs at you. So when you come out of the movies, it looks like you've come out of the movies. <laughs> I think that's technically 5D. I yeah. think that's, like, combining the world of the, like, film itself with the world that you're actually inhabiting, which yeah. is the cinema. The extra dimension. Yeah, so, pop, so it'll be 5D. Crumbs. It'll be 5D. So we'll spray popcorn crumbs at you as well as iv from the film itself (laughs) chairs will move there will be a video game adaptation available for all major consoles and for mobile as well i have a feeling that's going to make a lot more money than the film does itself doesn't matter like the 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 model at the moment is like these free-to-play games which and so you get like two or three million people playing these games and oh a month later oh just pay us ten dollars for the season one pass (laughs) to unlock the bonus content everyone's like well video games normally cost me like eighty dollars surely i can just pay ten dollars oh what's that video company's just (laughs) earned itself twenty million dollars oh what's that week number two season number two oh i just pay you ten dollars again but you're missing the point you're missing a a second money uh, money making scheme here we released the game of the movie yes which is tied into the events of the movie but we also released the game in the movie that's two video games we can release. I thought Intravenous, the game, the battle game, the first-person shooter game was the one we were releasing. Yeah, we're releasing that one, but we're also releasing the game of the movie. The game of the movie. Yeah. I didn't realise we were doing Where that. Where you play as the characters in the movie who are playing another game, and it's just like a bastardised version of that. I think we... Like, isn't that always the one that's outsourced to, to some yeah, bad exactly. company? And yep. the, like, the, the movie-time games are always Awful. horrible. Yeah. But like the the first but they sell they yeah, sell they because do. like they're based on a like Academy not Academy Award winning but like a box office smash. We really haven't been given movie film uh, studios workshop digital a lot to do recently. No, they've been doing like practical effects. We haven't really cracked out the old yeah. sort of like. I think we got to get the uh, engi- video game engine. <laughs> Get the, get the programmers back. Yeah. Start ha- hacking out an engine for sure. us. Uh, all right. I think that's it. I think uh, that's a wrap on Intravenous. All right. Housekeeping, as per usual, we are online at moviefilmstudios.net where you can find all of our previous episodes, our bios, and Mufuzawudada. Movie Film Studios Workshop Digital digital distribution platform that's correct uh and that is a list of all the films we've made on this podcast search facebook or instagram for movie film studios and join the respective communities there we post emoji and translation and anagram clues as to the trailers we've watched in upcoming episodes uh for you those uh smart people among you realize that a foot with a space and a foot with a space and a foot with a space and a foot with a space, with a space <laughs> was the film uh, Five Feet Apart. Clever. Uh, very done. Very, very clever. Very well done. Um, uh, doi go vu 
I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was Vietnamese for old cheerleaders. Yep. Um, if you just copied that text and pasted it into Google Translate, you would have figured that one and out. And you probably still would not have figured out the yeah, I, I did. I did have a listen to the pronunciation, and I've written it down phon- phonetically, but... Uh, there's so much uh, going on in the back of the throat with Vietnamese. <laughs> I can't. I cannot do any justice to that language at all. Yep. Uh, and lock moths, of course, a uh, nice. an anagram of nice. Stockholm. We've been putting up. A, we're starting to put up a bit of uh, teaser content, or rather, some uh, snippet content of the podcast itself in animated form on Instagram. So uh, yeah, search for at Movie Film Studios on there and join us and have a look at them. Uh, if your daily commute is lacking a podcast and really want to add one to it, then try Movie Film Studios because we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, uh, TuneIn, uh, our website, and pretty much any other place that you get podcasts from. And I think that's it. All that remains is to thank you once again for listening this week. I've been Isaac. And I've been AJ. Roll credits. Watch me.